right, Tracy here, your host of Balls, said the queen, if I had to, I'd be king. Are you ignoring the red flags? The red flags meaning the warning signs. Why do I want to do this show? I want to make sure that you don't ignore the warning signs of domestic violence. Do not become a victim. I want to make sure that when you see the warning signs initially, you see them, you respond to them, you walk, and you don't become a victim. Throughout my career as an officer, and whenever I see one of these shows like Dateline, 2020, one of those things, every time they do a show on domestic violence, the, the, the one thing that is resounding is that most of the women say, and the men for that matter, they were so nice, they were perfect, they, they would dote on me, they were loving, yada, 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 and then all of a sudden they changed. I couldn't put my finger on it, but I did see a change. But I ignored it. I thought maybe they were having a bad day or whatever the situation was. That was the red flag. That was the red flag that they were ignoring. Nothing changed. They just found that little opening. What they do is they look for that little opening of weakness. This is why I'm always telling you, find out who you are. Because when you know who you are, you get a little bit stronger. You get that strength to walk away because you understand that you don't need to be in a destructive relationship. But once they find that opening, they pounce. We hear about women all the time being physically abused. and But we never hear about the men. Men go underreported. There are some men who are physically abused. But men get emotionally, verbally abused more than women do. And that's probably worse than, than getting your ass kicked. So I wanted to reach out to whoever is listening. If you're in a new relationship, if you just started, if it's a month or two in, it's still early. Don't ignore the red flags. If you've seen some of them, you still have time to walk. Do not become a victim. And if you think it can't happen to you, think again. Black, white, Spanish, Asian, it doesn't matter. Poor, middle class, uh, upper middle class, wealthy, CEO, wherever. Don't ever think that you're uh, exempt from it. It could happen. But by knowing who you are, it helps you. As I said before, it helps you because you become strong enough, you see it, and you're able to walk away. Remember how I always said, you no one can do anything to you that you don't allow. Okay, why do I say that? Because we show people how to treat us which means that when you ignore it, you are allowing it and you're saying it's okay to treat me that way. Understand? We show people how to treat us and when you ignore the red flags and they find a little bit of weakness, you're saying it's okay to treat me this way. You should always be treated like a king or a queen. And the first thing you do when you meet someone, you set your boundaries. When you set your boundaries, you're telling people what you will accept and what your expectations are on how they will be allowed to treat you. Very important. Boundaries are very important. The very first time that you're spoken to disrespectfully or you're spoken down to or you're belittled, you walk away. There are no second chances because once you allow it, there's that little bit of weakness and then it escalates because they tap right into it and they grab it. So there are no second chances. Even if they come back 
I'm sorry, I was having a bad day. It won't happen again. I was drunk, I was mad. Bullshit. When they're drunk, when they're mad, when they're angry or whatever the case may be, that's when you really get to see who they are because they're no longer trying to be in their on their best behavior. And that's where, when all of their inhibitions are gone. I don't care how fine he is or she is. I don't care how good they are in bed. You'll always find somebody who's better. Do not lose yourself in order to keep the relationship. Because at this point, you really don't have one. If they say, they may even come back and say, oh my God, this is how I saw my parents doing it. Um, I was mistreated. So I think that's the way it is. Not your problem. They're adults. If they're having issues, they can go speak to someone and sort them out. That's not what your job is. Your job is to be treated like a king or a queen. Again, and I'm going to say it again. If you don't walk away the first time it happens, you're telling them that it's okay to treat you this way. So my ladies, just so that you understand what's going to happen if you don't walk away, the words will turn into a shove. The shove will turn into a slap. The slap will turn into a punch. And then you'll end up in the hospital with a few broken bones, black eyes, half dead, or they may even kill you. My men, if you don't walk away, the words are going to continue and they're going to get even worse until the point where she'll tear you down emotionally and mentally till you get to the point where you may consider taking your own life if she doesn't take it for you. I want to give you some red flags and some warning signs. And first off, Let's talk about sex. Sex is extremely powerful. If someone says, I love you, I love you is not sex. Love is not something that you give. Love is something that grows between two people. Love is not sex. Sex is lust. And it drives people crazy. I've seen people and I know people who have gone just out of their mind. They've given up almost everything because of sex and then they start thinking that it's love i have a girlfriend who met this little boy she's in her 40s he's in 25 25 years old and she met him and the sex was i don't know if it was unbelievable or if it was just that he could keep going if you don't know 25 year olds they don't need that 30 minutes in between to get back in when i say get back in I mean, starting sex all over again, doing it again. Uh, an older man needs 20, 30 minutes before they can go again. 25-year-olds, a couple of seconds, 30 seconds, whatever, they're back in there. So she was giving it to her 30, at least four to five times from what she tells me. He had her crazy. He had her absolutely crazy. He was what the problem came in. She left him alone in her apartment one time. And what did he do? He goes into a computer, he looks through her closets, he looks through her drawers, and, and she's telling me this, and I'm saying to her, okay, so what did you do? She says, oh, you know, he found, when he was looking in the computer, he saw that I was sexting with someone. So I said, okay, were you? She said, well, yeah, I was, but it was in between. We had broken up for a little while. I said, okay, this is what you have to say. I don't care if you were sexting with him while you were with him, while you weren't. At this point, that's moot. The point here is, why was he even in your closet? Why was he even in your computer? 
did you give him permission? She said, no. I said, okay, so that's the real issue. Because had he not gone into a computer and respected your space, he would have never found it. We wouldn't be here right now. So that's the real question. And that's what you should ask him. That's what you should say. But what happened? She asked her father. And her father said, well, you know, you shouldn't have been doing it. But he didn't follow it up with, well, what was he doing in your computer? So she starts to think, oh, my God, maybe I was wrong, yada, yada. Okay. So the boy sees the weakness. All of a sudden, here come the red flags. And some of those red flags are this. Extreme jealousy, possessiveness, and that's what he was doing. Unpredictability. He was moving her away from all of her friends. What saved her was a blessing. Uh, it was a blessing and a curse. She got pregnant. A blessing because once he found out she was pregnant, he booked never to be seen again. The curse was that now she had this, this child that she decided to keep. Not that having a child is a curse, but now she was a single mom. Here are some red flags and warning signs of an abuser. Extreme jealousy, possessiveness, and unpredictability. Here are some other signs. Your partner, this person who was so wonderful before, they're going to attack your self-worth, start criticizing you, start criticizing and trying to control your appearance. They might share sensitive information about you, shut down your conversations, and those boundaries that I hope you set up, they'll start crossing them. Then they're going to gaslight you. For those of you who don't know what gaslighting is, gaslighting is a form of psychological manipulation. It's the abuser's attempt to make you have self-doubt and confusion in your mind. The whole goal is to gain power and control over you by distorting reality and forcing you to question your own judgment and intuition. Like when you know something's right, but they're going to make you question it. It's almost kind of like people who are in cults, the cult leaders try to do. Almost the same kind of thing. Anyway, some forms of gaslighting, they're lying about or denying something or refusing to admit the lie. Even when you show them proof, you could have it right there in front of them. Not, not me. It wasn't me. Or they'll insist in an event or a behavior that you witnessed. You saw with your eyes because you witnessed it. You must have seen it wrong. That was somebody else. You must have seen it wrong. Or they'll spread rumors and gossip about you and tell you that other people are starting the rumors. Or when you're talking, they'll change the subject or refuse to listen. When you confront them about the lie or other gaslighting behavior, they'll tell you that you're overreacting. When you call them out, they'll blame. Oh, here's a good one. They'll flip the switch on you. They'll say that you, you're being treated that way because it's your fault. Because if you didn't act a certain way, they wouldn't treat you that way. That's a good one. I've heard that a lot of times. And then they'll try to smooth things over with loving words like, I'm sorry, you know, blah, blah, blah. And then they'll twist the story so to minimize that abusive behavior or tell you that they were just joking or that you're just being too sensitive. And then the big one also, aside from flipping the switch on you, is they'll slowly start separating from your friends and family. And before you know it, You'll never see your friends or family. 
So those are some gaslighting behavior, which is also signs of emotional abuse. Because in emotional abuse, they attack your self-worth, they criticize you, they try to control your appearance to the point where you're not even thinking about anything anymore. So why is it important that you recognize the red flags? And I'm sure if you all sit there and you all think about it, you can probably think of a situation where somebody might have spoken down to you. And this is where finding yourself is going to help you remove yourself from that situation. You know, I tell you to look in the mirror. Let's say you meet somebody or you've been dating somebody for a couple of weeks and all of a sudden it just changed. I don't know what it was. I couldn't put my finger on it, so I ignored it. Don't ignore it. Go to that mirror and remind yourself, hmm, what was it that I liked about him? And tell yourself all of these things that you liked about him or her. Go over it. And then if you start talking to yourself in that mirror, you'll start telling yourself, oh, yeah. Oh, my God, I didn't even see it. He did this. He did that. And it's progressively gotten worse. Or she did. Or she started talking to me this way or started talking to me that way. And you'll start to see, oh, my God, yes, it's getting worse. If it's still new and you can get out, my guys get out men to tend to stay in the relationship because they think they can handle it because they don't have anyone to talk to like us women that we just chat boxes we tell everybody our friends our mom our mothers you know whomever that we have a little trust in guys don't do that unless they have like a really really ride and die friend that's not going to criticize them or make fun of them so guys if you have someone talking down to you same thing You are just as special as women. No one should be talking down to you. You should be treated like a king. And then in turn, because you're being treated like a king, you treat her like a queen. See how it goes hand in hand? You treat each other like a king and a queen. But when that respect is gone, and and now you're, you're being spoken to like garbage or in a way that you don't like and you don't accept don't hang in there if you don't accept it don't stay walk away if it's not the way that you want to be treated you walk i mean i'm going to repeat that if it's not the way that you want to be treated you leave okay the very very first time and then some people say oh my god but You know, my self-esteem, that's my issue. Okay. So you think there's going to be a benefit by staying? You think you're going to benefit, your self-esteem is going to benefit? It's just going to get worse. They're really going to make you feel bad about yourself. The very first time, well, what's wrong with my clothes? I like them. You have to decide how you want to dress. I like the way I look. When they met you, you dress that way. All of a sudden, they want to change the way you dress. A little jealousy, if that's your thing. Okay, but when it gets extreme, a little possessiveness, if that's your thing. But when they start looking at your phone, want to know who you're talking to, where you're going, who you're going, what time, and, and now it gets, now they're following you and they're tracking you, that's excessive. If one minute they're happy and then all of a sudden they're yelling and screaming, 
that's unpredictability. If it makes you uneasy, you walk. You should never have to walk on eggshells in a relationship. Okay, so to sum it up, why am I doing this? I'm trying to show you some of the red flags and I'm trying to emphasize the first time it happens, you leave. We teach people how to treat us. No one can do anything to you that you don't allow. And when you allow someone to do something to you that you don't like, what you're saying is it's okay for you to treat me this way. And so now they're learning how to treat you. You should always be treated like a king or a queen. Learn the warning signs. If you forget, Google it. It's all in there. If you're not sure, speak to the mirror. Go over from the first time that you met. And you'll be amazed when you start talking to yourself in the mirror, all the things that you'll remember. And then you'll see a pattern and you'll see how it's grown. So with that, I just want you to give yourself some time. Think about it. Don't be a victim. Don't ignore the red flags because you are special and because you are worth it. Don't let someone treat you in a way that you don't accept and that you don't like. Make sure you do those boundaries and when they cross them, stop it. And the first chance that you get, walk. No second chances. Remember, no one can do anything that you don't allow and we show people how to treat us. Don't ignore the red flags. And remember that you're the best thing that's ever happened to you. I'll see you next Wednesday. Ciao.